and privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word ABOVE to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text ABOVE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word ABOVE to 323232. Text ABOVE to 323232. Welcome to Ocenta Stories. I'm your host this week, Chiara Santella. This week's story is about a journey of the mind. Our protagonist travels to the streets of Madrid while reflecting on the past and the present. And now, with no further ado, Frontera Invencibles by Manuela Osorio Pineda. El día está soleado, la temperatura agradable, primaveral. Es el típico día en que los parques infantiles se llenarían de niños al salir del colegio, mientras sus padres conversan y se toman un café. Pero no, no este año. Después de seis semanas confinados, los niños en España tienen permitido volver a salir bajo la regla del 1-1-1. Una hora al día un kilómetro a la redonda, acompañados por un adulto. El calendario dice que estamos en mayo, mientras todos los habitantes de Madrid cantamos por lo bajo, medio en broma, medio en serio, esa canción de Joaquín Sabina que dice ¿Pero quién me ha robado el mes de abril? Desde el montículo de tierra de la manzana 1 de esta urbanización observo la ciudad de mi hija. Una ciudad que es mía por adopción. Planicies árboles que cambian con las estaciones, cielo perpetuamente azul. Bajo nuestros pies se esconden los huesos y las balas de la guerra civil española. Ese trozo de la historia me hace pensar en las anécdotas de mis antepasados, transmitidas de generación en generación como en un teléfono roto. Sus cuentos han dibujado en mi memoria las imágenes vívidas de sus recuerdos bélicos, ocurridos en otro punto geográfico, al otro lado del Atlántico, Colombia. Adiós, guapas. Buen día. Adiós, Pepe. Ve con cuidado. Durante nuestro paseo debemos respetar estrictas normas sanitarias. Por eso nos cruzamos con poca gente. Alzamos la mano para saludarlos desde la distancia y ellos responden. Las arrugas de sus ojos nos revelan las sonrisas, ocultas tras el tapabocas. En nuestra cotidianidad no hay bombas, ni búnkeres, ni ruidos ensordecedores. La nuestra es una guerra silenciosa, epidémica. Combatimos contra un enemigo invisible a niveles microscópicos. 
mi hija Julieta no la recordará, pero su vida y la de su generación se verán marcadas por esta pandemia. Estoy de pie sobre un pasado enterrado y de cara a la incertidumbre del futuro. Aquí siento los primeros embates de la nostalgia. Desde este punto elevado a las afueras de Madrid, se me vienen a la cabeza los pliegues y los colores de otra tierra. Manizales, una ciudad enclavada en los Andes colombianos. A Manizales, el poeta chileno Pablo Neruda la describió como una fábrica de atardeceres. El sonido del tren me recuerda al de las bucetas de la avenida Santander. El olor de las croquetas de una cocina cercana conjura el de las empanadas de Chipre, el barrio alto desde donde se contemplan los límites occidentales de mi ciudad natal y las luces titilantes de sus municipios aledaños. Ante la imposibilidad física de viajar, mi mente recorre compulsivamente las calles, avenidas y callejones de la ciudad de mi niñez. Con el cuerpo etéreo de mis recuerdos, bordeo las lomas de la ciudad. Levito sobre sus construcciones de bareque, guadua y hormigón, levantadas en terrenos que parecen imposibles, y visito mis lugares favoritos. El estadio de fútbol donde el pequeño equipo local, el Once Caldas, le ganó la Copa Libertadores al Boca Juniors en el 2004. Esa vez, la ciudad enloqueció. Las inauguraciones del Festival Internacional de Teatro en la Plaza de Bolívar, siempre llena de palomas, de gente y de vida. Mi mirada se eleva hacia las montañas. El Morro San Cancio, el Volcán Nevado del Ruiz y las que no tienen nombre. Desde allí, recorro vuelo de pájaro los barrios con nombres de lugares extranjeros. Alhambra, Milán, La Argentina, Palermo, Fátima, La Francia, Aranjuez, Versalles, San Sebastián, Estambul. Ahora que lo pienso, allí estuvieron siempre los vaticinios de mi vida de viajera, como profecías urbanas. Algunos leen su futuro en las estrellas, otros lo hacemos en el laberinto de nuestras propias ciudades. Agotada de tanto viaje, vuelvo sobre mis pasos mentales hasta llegar al momento presente, en otro continente. Pero sigo fantaseando con el día en que pueda volver a visitar mis manizales del alma y recorrerla junto a mi hija. Uy, ha pasado casi una hora, ya tenemos que volver. En estos tiempos extraños, los paseos tienen que cronometrarse. Pero antes, extiendo la mano para agarrar el termo y saborear los últimos minutos al aire libre con una taza de café colombiano. Es una costumbre inamovible que se traslada conmigo por los confines del mundo. Frontera Invencibles Emanuel Ausorio Pineda, in English. Today it's sunny. The temperature is pleasant. It's a typical spring day. On such a day, 
Playgrounds will be full of children after school, while their parents chat over a cup of coffee. But not this year. After six weeks of confinement in Spain, children are allowed to go out again under the one, one, one rule. One hour a day, within a one kilometer radius, accompanied by one adult only. The calendar says that it is May. All the inhabitants in Madrid sing in a low voice, half joking, half serious, a song by Joaquin Sabina that goes, Who has taken the month of April away from me? From the top of the hillock situated in this residential area, I can see my daughter's city. I've come to consider this city as mine. It's wide, flat, open spaces, it's trees that change with the seasons, and the sky that's always blue. The bones and bullets of the Spanish Civil War hide under our feet. These history relics make me think of the anecdotes my ancestors used to tell. I think of those stories that have been passed down from generation to generation like Chinese whispers. Those stories have painted in my memory the vivid images of another war, which occur in another place in the world, on the other side of the Atlantic, in Colombia. Bye-bye, gorgeous. Have a lovely day. Goodbye, Pepe. Take care. During our walks, we must respect strict health regulations, so we only run into few people. We wave to them from a distance, and the wrinkles in their eyes reveal their smile hidden behind their masks. In our daily lives, there are no bombs, no bunkers, no deafening noises. Ours is a silent, hidden world. We're fighting an invisible enemy at a microscopic level. My daughter, Julieta, will not remember it. But this pandemic will mark her life and that of her generation. <sighs> and standing on a buried past and facing an uncertain future. Here, nostalgia starts to overwhelm me. From this high point on the border of Madrid, the folds and colors of another land come to my mind. Manizales, a city nestled in the Colombian Andes. Chilean poet Pablo Neruda described it as a factory of sunsets. The sound of the train reminds me of the buses on Avenida Santander. The smell of the croquettes from a nearby kitchen evokes that of the empanadas of Chipre, the high neighborhood from which one can contemplate the western edges of my hometown and the twinkling lights of its surrounding municipalities. Faced with the impossibility of traveling, my mind compulsively wanders the streets, avenues and alleys of the city of my childhood. 
with the ethereal body of my memories, I wander the hills of the city borders. I hover over its shacks made of adobe, bamboo, and concrete erected on difficult terrains. That's how the visit to my favorite places starts. The soccer stadium, where the local team Once Caldas won the Copa Libertadores against Boca Juniors in 2004. At that time, the city went crazy. The opening of the International Theater Festival in the Plaza de Bolívar, always full of pigeons, people, and life. My eyes rise to the mountains. The San Cancio Hill, the Nevada del Ruiz Volcano, and the peaks with names unknown. From above, I fly over the neighborhoods named after foreign places. Alhambra, Milan, Argentina, Palermo, Fatima, La France, Aranjuez, Versailles, San Sebastián, Istanbul. Now that I think about it, these names predicted I would spend my life as a traveler, like some sort of urban prophecy. Some people read the future in the stars, others in the maze of their own city. Exhausted from the long journey, I go back to my thoughts of the present. I'm in another continent, but I keep on dreaming of the day when I will be able to visit again my beloved Manizales and walk through it with my daughter. Oops, it's been almost an hour. I have to go back. In these strange times, we walk with enforced time limits. But first, I reach out my hand to grab my thermos. I savor these last moments outdoors with a cup of Colombian coffee. It is an unchanging habit that has followed me to every corner of the world. This episode was produced by Studio Chanta, written by Manuela Osorio Pineda. Manuela is a Colombian freelance journalist based in Madrid. Her latest work has focused on the different facets of the Colombian diaspora, especially regarding entrepreneurship, motherhood, and feminism. This story is an audio adaption of a piece she wrote for Dimension Reconocida, a photobook in times of pandemic, featuring the work of Colombian photographer Carlos Pineda. The violin version of Chotis was played by Martin Araujo Pascual. Thank you for listening to Ochenta Stories. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts in whatever language you choose. Follow us over Ochenta Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram for updates. You can find transcripts and learn more about the project over at ochentastudio.com slash ochentastories.